APM American Public Media. This is the American Radio Works podcast. I'm Stephen Smith. This is the time of year when college acceptance letters start landing in the mailboxes and inboxes of high school seniors across the country. It's also the time of year when many students will have to start figuring out how they will pay for college. Navigating the financial aid application system can be daunting. The cost of college keeps going up, and even though experts say a college education is a valuable investment, Many students and families worry about taking on tens of thousands of dollars of debt to get a diploma. From WGBH in Boston, higher education reporter Kirk Carapeza has more. Under the Golden Dome, Megan Pierce of Rochester climbs the steps inside the Massachusetts State House and knocks on her representative's door. She and hundreds of other students are meeting with their state lawmakers. I'm Jen. I'm Megan. The group is urging them to boost funding for public higher education. Today, getting your master's degree is now the new standard. But if you have all these costs for your bachelor's degree, how can you even think to go on and get a higher degree? At 19, Pierce is a sophomore at Fitchburg State, where she studies special education. She's facing more than $30,000 in student loan debt. Her parents, who work in sales, are helping, but she's shouldering most of the burden. I came to school not understanding the financial system, not understanding the loans that I was taking on. Now I have friends that are seniors, and I'm realizing more and more how much debt I'm going to be in once I graduate college. Pierce is among the thousands of Massachusetts students with student loan debt, debt that has continued to increase as states reduce their own funding of higher education. And more and more students are wondering whether their investment in higher ed is worth it. College is still the best investment you can make. Mike Wasserman is executive director of the Boston-based nonprofit Bottom Line, which helps students understand their financial options and get into college. Wasserman is passionate about increasing access for low-income and middle-class students. It was just very clear to me that you know students in urban schools didn't have the resources, they didn't have role models that had been through the process, and I just saw students leaving when there were, was money on the table. So this is called the IRS Data Retrieval Tool. Do you know how long ago mom files her taxes? Um, Bottom Line works with students like Nakia McKenzie of Mattapan, helping them get loans and refinance debt. Nakia recently had to leave St. John's University in Queens because she couldn't pay the $50,000 a year in tuition. I had a little bit of a scholarship, um, but it was just a little bit. It's really expensive there. (laughs) I I just wanted to go there and play basketball and leave home. That was it. This year, Nakia took a full-time job as a security guard at Novartis in Cambridge, then enrolled as a part-time student at UMass Boston. She'd like to manage a retail store someday, but right now she's worried her $33,000 in student loan debt will hold her back. The debt that I have occurred now, I know I could have probably avoided it had I been um, more mindful or just, you know, open to knowing that, hey, you, you can't afford it, you know. I have a couple of friends now who have graduated and Sally Mae is knocking on their doors, and they don't know what to do because they're even um, having tough times even finding jobs now. So, um, And they, they have their student loans to pay, and they're just freaking out. Financial literacy is incredibly important. Rachel Fishman, a policy analyst with the New America Foundation, finds most families don't realize that the price that they're going to pay is different from the sticker price listed on college websites. There's differential pricing in higher education, and students can be getting need-based aid, um, they could be getting merit-based aid, you could be getting grants, you could be getting loans, and all these factors have to be taken into account when making your college decision. And many students aren't able to do that right now because it's a really complicated concept. 
Back at the State House, Megan Pierce regrets not doing her homework on student loans. I just thought public school, no big deal. Like, I'll get a financial package, I'll get loans, I'll pay them off eventually, it won't be a big deal. And then um, now you're in the middle of it and you're realizing that you've started to dig yourself into a hole that you really can't get out of until you graduate and can make money. A hole that many college-bound students are hoping to avoid this admission season. On campus, Kurt Carapeza, WGBH, Boston Public Radio. WGBH is funded by Lumina Foundation, which also supports this podcast. You can find more podcasts about college affordability and a range of issues in higher education and K-12 at our website, AmericanRadioWorks.org. While you're there, browse the archive of more than 100 documentary projects and let us know what you think of the coverage. That's AmericanRadioWorks.org. We're on Facebook at American.RadioWorks and on Twitter at AMRadioWorks. Support for American Radio Works comes from Lumina Foundation, the William and Flora Hewlett Foundation, and the Spencer Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM, American Public Media.